1: For SEN America, this is the SEN NFL Podcast.
2: Hello and welcome to the SEN NFL Podcast. I'm here Richard Garraway. Sitting around the room, we've got J.A., uh, gridiron Australia superstar. And we've got Chris Bryan, NFL superstar. And myself, who's not a really superstar of anything.
0: Didn't you score a touchdown on the weekend I in football?
2: score a touchdown on the weekend. Yeah, that was the
0: first thing he
1: said walking in, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, he was pretty yeah. happy with yeah. himself. You played for Australia, you did this, Chris, but guess what? I scored a touchdown. Yeah,
2: how touchdowns you two get on the weekend? None.
0: I couldn't even block for a touchdown on the
2: weekend. <laughs> well it wasn't our best effort, <laughs> that's for sure. Um Pardon me. Today we get into the newsroom. We get to play the camp crunch drop, which we love to do. Today we're looking at the AFC South. It's our forty sixth podcast. Finally, Is there was some 56? actual There was some real newsroom. Uh, sorry, there was some real football this week, finally.
1: It's time to go into the newsroom on the SEN NFL Podcast.
2: Starting in Bills land, Tyrod Taylor signs an extension with the Buffalo Bills. It's a six-year, $92 million contract. He'll earn 9.4 of that this year, fully guaranteed. Then it's a team option from there on in. So it's pretty much the show-me contract.
0: Yeah, it's, an, it's basically a pay rise this year, because he was on a pretty small contract, it was about one point two million. So basically, I think they felt bad that he was a you know starting NFL quarterback earning that sort of money, so give him a pay rise and giving him a team deal. So basically, the team option means that they can choose whether to keep him after this year or not. So there's about eight million of fully guaranteed money, including then his one point three million base salary from this year that he'll get, which makes the nine point four million. Uh, and then next year, it's a $27 million. So if he plays really well this year, then basically they'll give him another signing bonus next year, and then about a $14 million base salary. So they're basically saying, look, we want to re-sign you, extend you, but you've got to play really well this year to earn that money next year.
1: Yeah, that's I, uh, I was listening to somebody earlier today, I think, about it. Um, and I think it was the owners and stuff that wanted to do it, but they will were- They wanted those options in there for both sides of them um, to be looked after. Uh, If they obviously don't make playoffs again, you know, is Rex Ryan going to be around? So they wanted that get out in case Rex wasn't going to be there. And the new coach that comes in, were they going to be happy with having Tyrod locked in for so long? So I think, um, yeah, good money and it's sort of good for both sides, I guess.
0: I tend to say I think it's a crap deal for Tyrod. I think it's a really crappy deal. Basically, no matter what, he, he's not guaranteed for next season. So, yeah, he's given him a nice pay rise this year. But I would have preferred him to say, you know what? If you're not going to give me guarantee me for next year, stick your contract up your ass. I'll play this year, and then I'll go to free agency after I play really well this year. And I, I bet I'll get more money in free agency.
2: I bet you looked at it – or here's the way I would have looked at it if I was him. If we stink this year, we're all gone anyway. Yeah. I'm gone. Rex is gone. Um, that GM, who knows, maybe he's gone too. But most of that staff and those players will be gone, and the new person who comes in will be looking to clean house. And the first casualty will be Tyrod if he's owed $27 million next year. But if they play well, they're all and still going to be it. there next year, and you get it. So, yeah. I And think, if they
0: don't pick it up, he can. if he plays really well and they don't pick it up, he can still hit free agency, I guess.
2: Exactly right. He's still going to end up on free agency. So I, I think it's a pretty good deal for him because he can say, well, if and He gets he, he eight million dollars this year. Yeah, so he gets the extra money this year. If they're not good, they're all going to fail together, and they're all gone. That's one of the hottest coaching hot seats in the NFL this year. Mm. And if it doesn't happen, they're all going to get fired. So I, I reckon it's a, I don't think it's that bad for him. I, I, think I just
0: feel like it's it's a the the team, the Bills are saying, yeah, look, we're not sure if we want you or not, but if you're good, then we don't we want to have you under contract.
2: Yeah, well, that's exactly what it is. And yeah. if I was him, I'd say fine because if you're going to cut me I'll just go somewhere else and earn 3 million as a backup.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess. So. Yeah, look it's uh, you got to take it while you can. can It's um he's going to get 9.5 what did, what did you say? 9.4 this year. Yeah, it's pretty good money. You perform and you know he had a good year last year. There's also a know, lot of incentives he, in that contract yeah, too. That's right. So, so and I think looking here it's only it's after these the next two it's going to be, you know, pretty basic. Contract or basically three million dollars, but
0: well, once they if the team accepts him, that option, yeah. he gets it was something like a I think well his base salary is fourteen million, so whatever the that is, he gets thirteen million bonus straight up front. Yep, and then he gets the base salary of fourteen million for all of next season, yeah. and then I think the next year has about seven million of guarantees in it as well. So if he can get through this year and play really well, and then get them to to take that team option then he's cooking. He's yeah. looking really good. So that's what it's all about. Yep. He's backing himself, I guess. Good on him.
1: I'll Cheers
2: take 9.4 million. Uh, that's pretty much it for the newsroom. Everything else gets bundled up into Camp Crunch, including um, looking at all the, the preseason games that have happened. We'll be all over the map here, so you've got to sort of bear with us a little bit. What's happening in training camp this week? This is Camp Crunch. We're going to start with quarterbacks. Both Blaine Gabbert and Brock Osweiler struggle in their preseason debuts.
0: Yeah, look, I I watched this game. I've watched every preseason game because I'm a big loser. But (laughs) Blaine Gabbert, uh, Kaepernick didn't play. He was was a bit banged up, so he didn't play. I feel like that was his chance because he will play in the next game to go out and really establish himself. He made a few good plays, but it was all with his feet. He didn't do anything throwing the ball. Um, he's inaccurate, he throws it high. For a guy who's been in that system now for his second year or third year now, looks like he doesn't understand it very well. He makes too many mistakes. And then on the other side, Brock Osweiler doesn't look like he's worth $72 million.
1: Yeah, I was watching um, the, some of the clips of uh, Blank Gabbard and just his the simple check down throws. Yep. He was just missing those. And he would have been doing those... Since April, you know, yep. when they've come back, you know, with no pressure, um, so to be missing those, I think it doesn't look good for him. But I still think that it's going to be his job, um, Kaepernick. I don't think Kaepernick wants it. He's injured. I, you know, seen a clip of him, and he's not that big, muscly thing that he, he's he once was. Lost a lot was. of weight.
2: I don't think he cares anymore. Well, so. he's still
0: collect- he's collecting his paycheck. Yeah, you know?
2: I, 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 he's not feeling it.
0: His endorsements are there. I, I think he want. or well, he obviously wanted out, and when they didn't give him that out. He's just, you know, if he can give as much as he can to play a bit, someone will sign him next year, 100%, if he gets cut. Someone will give him a chance. But Gabbard is not the option. Yeah, not, And think, it's one preseason game. Yeah, and it
1: is. It, I, with Kaepernick, I think I, with uh, Chip Kelly, the way he plays and his, his, his game plan, you can see Kaepernick in that and actually doing really well and winning the games for him. But, again, if he's not mentally and yeah. doesn't want to do it, then it's not going to happen. So... I-
2: I said this about Blaine Gabbert last year. Blaine Gabbett's Blaine Gabbert. We saw him at, at Jacksonville. I, I honestly don't think he's changed at all. Is I like he, to call him Blaine Gabbert. I think Blaine I think Gabbett. he's the exactly the same player. I don't think anything much has changed. And, and it's it's, it, a,
0: it's the same argument with Brock Osweiler. He's the same well, guy he was in in um, Denver.
2: And he wasn't that good in those what four or five games. He was he had okay. A couple of good he ones, was okay. Bro. He
0: was better than Peyton Manning, in my opinion, but Peyton Manning's Peyton Manning. Uh, look, he I think Osweiler did, you know, as you said, Gabbett was missing the short passes and, and the timing stuff. That's what Osweiler did better. He missed Hopkins on a deep ball, which was a touchdown. He missed Jalen Strong. He was slow to release um, a screen. The, the cornerback sat 10 yards off Jalen Strong. Uh, he was so slow to release that by the time Jalen Strong caught it, the cornerback was basically on him. They're the plays that quarterbacks make their money on because you give it to that guy and a guy like Des Bryant, for example, he'll beat that corner and get 15 yards if he's got the space. That's where he struggled. So I think it'll be as they practice more, I think he's got the ability. He has the ability to get better. I don't think Gabbett does. I think Gabbett is what, as you said, Gabbett is what he is. Yeah. He's playing Gabbett, and that's what you're going to get.
1: Yeah, he's well, a backup quarterback. They know at Houston that um Brock's their guy, isn't yep. he? So, oh, he? So he's playing he's better. playing you know, regardless. Yeah, that's right. So he, you know, he'll get better, he'll feel more comfortable um, you know, leading the team out there on, on a Sunday. Good thing is he's got a great receiving core
0: and Braxton Miller looked really good and he's their fourth string receiver, so yep. they, they got great. And Blake Muir watched him, he did a really good job. He made some really I actually watched him from the all twenty-two footage from from the top. And he looked really good in his play, so that's hopefully he can just he can keep working through it.
2: Hopefully Chip noticed him as well. The first yep. play back in LA where there was eighty nine thousand wow. people for that's a incredible. great season game. How Parking was a hundred dollars. Yeah, people say, um who uh, LA don't care about football. Well wow. They, they seem to give us stuff because if you're getting 89,000 people at a practice match. Now, they're a little disappointed. Obviously, the first play was a 101-yard kick return by Cowboys. What is he, fourth-string receiver, fifth-string receiver? Lucky he, Whitehead? He's
0: the gadget guy. He runs the jets. He runs the, the handoffs, all that kind of stuff. He's a, a kick returner. So I wouldn't even include him
2: as a receiver
0: on the depth chart. He gets in for certain plays. But if Des Bryant gets hurt, he's not the next guy in. But He's just a gadget guy, and he's very good at it. Yeah, his name's was- Lucky. What a great name. Yeah, that's is a good, good name. And he wears 13. He's Lucky number 13. There you, you go. kidding me? I
1: didn't know that. There you go. That's, that's good. <laughs> But that what a play that was. Like, oh. How good did the stadium look? Like It, was, it, it looked big, incredible. The excitement was there. And then, um, the new
0: stadium's going to be unbelievable.
1: They have started, did you see the yeah. pictures? Oh, mate, gonna how good's inc- that going to be? Can't wait so. to go
0: to LA from SCN America trip once it's built and
2: have a look. We'll be, we'll
1: be streaming live from there. <laughs> how good that Direct be? from the car park
2: while we tailgate and get off our faces. Um, <laughs> <laughs> looking at the quarterbacks from that game, um, Dak Prescott, Certainly impressed me in his first half with LA. Um, oh, was he ten or twelve for one thirty nine? A couple of touchdowns it doesn't get much better than that. Was he the best rookie QB on the, from the weekend? Put it this way, I, was. I
0: see why they're not trading for Josh McCown. Yeah, he looked incredibly sharp, and he said the same things about Blaine up before. It was the simple stuff he did well. They said he can't. Now, it's insane. It's it's, the, it's one preseason game, but the LA Rams had their full starting defense in there for <laughs> the first three series. Yep. Um, Aaron Donald was certainly in there for the first three series Cowboys didn't play Tyron Smith He threw a touchdown to Des Bryant Des Bryant looked fantastic yep. um, They didn't have Jason Witten in Cole Beasley looked good I-, I thought he threw a touchdown to Des Bryant A touchdown to Terrence Williams Who our, you know our leading receivers last year He looked very comfortable And you know what, he's going to have a bad day Next preseason game, he might be terrible but what I liked about when you watch him, he was poised. He didn't panic ever. If they put pressure on him, he didn't try and scramble every time. He'd just step up in the pocket or he'd move out to the right. He's obviously when been... he did scramble, though, he would, too, he can, he, run. he can run. He can run, he can yeah. Run. So...
2: Well, he, he played in a spread system in college.
0: Handled under centre incredibly well. Yeah. The running game looked real. I thought Alfred, Alfred Morris looked really sharp. Um, Ezekiel Aley didn't play. He was just, just a little bit off with his ankle still, so he'll play next game. But... Other than that, like, the Cowboys ended up losing, but he was the shining light. Um, do you want to discuss Jared Goff now? I was going to say, you mean, I flipped over the outside of yeah.
2: the board for, for Jared Goff in his debut for the Rams. He, he struggled a bit. I don't think he looked like he was really all there with it. Um, threw a pick on his second pass.
0: Looked very anxious.
2: He did. And if anyone has seen the new Hard knock series, in the first episode...
0: I can't even take a snap from under centre.
2: He's... It's a big change from what he used to run, which was basically an air raid, spread, throw it, offense with very little play calling. What they do is they call one receivers. Well, not even that. They call one receiver's pattern, and everybody else has rules about what they have to run to that pattern. So it's a very unique system, Um, and now he's come into a West Coast style of offense, and one of the key things was this play call. For those who don't know, most people wouldn't. The West Coast system is long, long play calls. They <laughs> have so words. many words in them. Because Pass,
0: protection, everything.
2: It gives them maximum flex- – well, they say it gives them maximum flexibility. Um, and for the NFL, they don't care if it's complicated because you've got to learn it. It's your job. And in Hard Knocks, he did not look comfortable.
0: No, he didn't. And the coaches were all over him. Um, you said there, there was a bit in Hard Knocks where they said – one of the media people asked him, have you ever not started before? And he said no. I said, have you ever not been the guy? And he said, no. So now you are the guy here, but it's different. They're not going to – like in college, he would have been the god. The coaches would have never bad-mouthed him. He was a four-year starter. Never talked down to him. It would Sorry, have th- three-year starter. Three-year starter. Mm. Never would have talked down to him. Now in the NFL, Chris, as you know, they're assholes. They're going to tell you when you're
1: getting it wrong. Well, it's brutal. It yeah. is. Because um, their jobs too. And he, Yeah, that's right. He would have had a rough day you know, watching the tape and – um, especially the way the the other QBs went, you know, later in the game, um, Mannion is it? I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, but he looked okay. He looked really good, you know. Through, yeah, it was against the later in the game, and but the, he's
0: also he has those receivers. He had third string receivers as well, so Goff had better guys to throw to. Him. Yep. Uh, I, th- I thought Case Keenum looked quite solid. I think Case Keenum will start. I think Case Keenum is yeah. going to start too. And I don't think he's. I think Goff will take over, but. He's just taking a bit longer. Some rookies, like I said, like Dak Prescott, his prime example, looked super comfortable, understood what he was doing, and got it. Goff didn't. Now, that's not saying Goff's not as talented as Prescott. He's way more talented, but he's just going to take a bit longer. Yeah, yeah. It,
2: It's something we should do, too. We'll, we should play the, uh, the over-under game of when each of the rookie QBs are going to get in. So, you know, is he getting in a <laughs> week six? Are they going to get in week... Whatever it is, we... Yeah, not barring injuries, but...
1: Well, I think Dak Prescott, he'll be in early when uh, Romo gets injured again, <laughs> I would <say. laughs> You yeah. back off.
2: Puts the curse on him. Um, former TCU player, Trevoyne Boykin, quarterback, throws a Hail Mary to win the game as time expired. Um, his is a little different, for those who don't know. He's a moron. He made the really smart decision to punch a police officer while he was waiting to play his uh, bowl game. It hurt him. He didn't play in the bowl game. Um, TCU's five-year... White backup quarterback stepped in and managed to win the game.
0: In a, in sensational fashion. In a fashion. crazy game. Yeah.
2: Um, but either way, Boykin, it completely cost him. Um, he was not drafted. He got plenty of playing time that game. I don't think he actually looked that good. Um, he looked terrible. He did this make a splashy a cool play. play to end, yeah.
0: It was a good catch. He, he lobbed it up 50-odd yards. I don't know how a receiver gets one-on-one with a cornerback with no time left. At the end of the game, when you know he's going to lob it up, it was a bit odd to me, but it basically lobbed it up, looked like a a, a fullback and a full forward in the goal square, and the receiver was twice his size. He just jumped up and grabbed it, and they they win the game by a point. It it was exciting, but to be honest, I didn't even get to that point of the game. I had to go back and look at it when I found out what happened, because the second half of these preseason games, uh, unless there's someone, like, I wanted to watch Blake Muir, so I I had an interest in watching the Forty ers but unless
2: you have that, it's there's not much interest in it. No, oh, look, I I saw it because it came up on the yeah. TCU Facebook page. Exactly, why <laughs> I, I knew it happened. Um, Cardell Jones, speaking of QBs, he looked pretty good. He went eleven to twenty-two for one sixty-one yards and a touchdown. He also had a handful on the ground, thirty odd. Um, no, not a bad performance by another young QB.
0: Yeah, he looked really comfortable. I said he's a, he's a really good backup for Tyro Taylor because he's a similar sort of player. So, you know, it gives them an option with that with that two year we're just talking about Tyro Taylor's thing um contract. Maybe at the end of the year they think Cardell Jones is as good as Tyra Taylor and they decide to to roll with him and you save a lot of money on your cap and you can rebuild another spot. So who knows? But it was his first game and he looked mighty comfortable and he's
2: a big dude. Yeah, he's huge. Yeah, right. Moving along, Chris, the Tennessee Titans revealed their new and <laughs> James has put in exotic it's what, smash. It's what meow. their coach calls it. Exotic yeah, smash now. Yeah. Um it was awesome. 288 yards. Murray and Henry just looked like they were tearing through everybody.
1: Yeah, I, I, when I seen the the rundown, I had a look at the, some clips of it. It looked exciting. Um, they did a Statue of Liberty play. Yeah. Is that right? Like, so he, he took
0: the snap, faked the pass, and then held it behind his back, oh. and Murray grabbed it on a reverse and ran with Henry as a lead blocker. I thought they were fantastic.
1: Yeah, well, look, it's, it's exciting. Young side, young quarterback to have that sort of stuff. I guess in your in your weaponry it's it's, it's gonna be good for him. It's we're not gonna-
0: the dumbest idea. You have no, Mariota Murray and Henry and you put them all in the backfield together and go, you know what? Sell down on the running backs. We're gonna keep it with Mariota and make you look foolish. it's it's if I said it's a preseason game, but they kill who who do they play again? I can't even remember. San Diego. They killed San Diego starting they they was twenty one zero after three series. They yeah, were they destroyed rushing them. them. Yeah, Murray took one seventy seven yards it, they looked. They looked great. It's made me want to keep Demarco Murray in my fantasy team. So and Henry, has he lost weight? He looked tall and lean. He, he's still solid. Don't get me wrong, but he looked real lean. I thought he
2: looked. I thought he'd lost weight since the combine. Alabama breed there. their, normally their offense a particular way. And look, maybe he has trimmed down.
0: He looked really lean, and he blocked incredibly well. Which he is, could always do that. though. Yes, that's not new. He's. I think he's going to be a really good fit there. And you know what? All the Titans fans, got to hope it works for Much like Jacksonville and the Raiders, you want to see the shifting of guards and those teams start to be good, and I hope it's, it's happening.
2: Well, we're going to talk about, obviously, the AFC um, we'll Southwood later. The, time, so, yeah. um, the return of RG3, I must admit, I watched this one. Um, I had awful. it on the background. It was not flash to watch, but he hit through a prior early in the game for a 47-yard. It didn't look great after that. Um Chris, we talked about the Browns last week, or the week before, I still don't think there's a whole lot there.
1: Look, there might not be, but at least it's a positive story coming out of it. Yeah, it's week one of pre-season. And he didn't and do his knee. We didn't do positive. his knee. So, look, and he took a couple of hits. You know, again, they're in a division where they're competing with some good sides, so you know, we know they're not going to win that division, um, so hopefully some more positive things out of it, but I didn't get to see many of these games. They're that ESPN had bloody Little League World Series on or something? Not preseason games. What are they thinking? Who, well, well, who over here watches Little League World Series? Anyway? I have no It's Certainly not me. Gosh. Probably a,
0: probably a few pedophiles around that, that might be watching it. <laughs> I uh, I thought Terrell right. Pryor looked better than RG three. Um, he looked pretty good. He looked. alright. This right. is a guy who couldn't make the team last year, who will probably start for them, or at least be in the mix.
2: Yeah. Nope. He's the, big, he's the, fast. Fans have to see what they've got. I don't know what they're going to do. They've got nothing.
0: <laughs> you know, if that can be... If you can, if, if RG3 can be okay this year, it gives the fans something to be excited about. Yep. They yeah. They can rebuild around
2: it. That's fair. Um, next, we've got Stafford. Can I skip it? I just want to talk about him.
0: Stafford drove the field for one series, looked great, and then fumbled it when he got inside the 20. Yeah. It's the story of Stafford's Whatever. career.
2: Can't stand him. Moving on. Now, Teddy Bridge- Bridgewater has been listening to all... Um, all the knockers, including me, over the offseason. Because he let a few go deep. Um, he managed to hook up for one. Um, LeCron Treadwell looked pretty good. He's going to look pretty good. He's a good player. He'll take a little while to find his way into that offense. He's big. He's big, strong, tall target. He's exactly quick. what they I, wanted.
0: I can't believe he ran a 4-6. I cannot Sneaky believe it. fast. He's yeah.
2: football fast. You yeah. put him on a track, he's not super quick. But he's football fast. He'll be okay. Um, we did talk about... Minnesota recently, there was nothing there in this game that really made me get super excited. But they kind of did what I'd expect them to do.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we spoke last week about um, Teddy Bridgewater's arm and can he keep throwing and not just rely on Adrian Peterson. So for him to start off like this, it's you know, it's a good sign for them and you know to reclaim or not reclaim to hold on to that NFC North title. So
0: yeah, I I think. It's if they can unleash him if he can give them, you know, a couple of over twenty yard plays a game, it would make them so much better, and it will make Adrian Peterson better. I think they've got the players to do it now, and they've got a good defense, so they can you score a couple of big plays, and then play really good defense. Teams get tired and they give up because it's oh we're going to have to drive on this really good defense to score a couple of touchdowns, and here's Teddy Teddy Bridgewater just just throwing a forty nine yard touchdown pass, and now. We've got to go and grind against this good defense. I I think if he can be just above average, they can be really, really good and really challenge the Packers for that division.
2: They won it last year. Every chance they can win it again. Heading down south, the Dolphins starting offense looked crummy, as did Tannehill. Um,
0: It's got worse. Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm happy to pile on here. I don't think Tannehill's very good. I don't think the dolphins are particularly good. And I, I don't, don't think they're particularly well run.
0: So I don't I think Tannehill has all the tools. I don't. I don't. He's got, he got arm, he's got a good arm. He's got he can move. He's got the smarts. I don't but think, he no. played quarterback for one year in college and now he's in, in a system in an air
2: raid offense where he just flung it all well, over the place.
0: But you look at you look at the Miami Dolphins every year since he's been in it. One, he's got better every year and the team's got worse every year. You can't put it all on him. They are not putting him in a very good position to win. And
2: I'm not putting, I'm not putting it all on him. But he, he's I'm just he's saying struggled. with these guys the, the Lamar group they've Miller walk, in him, they're not going anywhere. The, Lamar Miller walk who was a crazy top
0: ten running back last year. They've bought all these O linemen in. Now there's rumors there's already rumours coming from a coach that Laramie Mittunsel's struggling. Why is a coach telling the media that one of their players is struggling? That's not really a way to support your guy. No. Adam Gase is new there. I don't know how they did things in Denver. But I can tell you for a fact, players don't like their coach bitching to the media about how, about how they're not doing too well. It's not going to help everyone.
2: No, no one likes that. No. <laughs> it's bloody terrible. <laughs> it's like, be leaking, oh, you know, Chris shanked a couple at, at camp this week. Or like when you were at the hospital, mate, and everyone thought you'd be Yeah, cut. that's right. They, <laughs> I was just
1: giving birth to... Oh, I wasn't. My wife was giving birth, <laughs> and now the coach is out there saying the media. He wasn't saying but Yeah, it, it definitely... Um, Everyone says you don't read and listen to the media, but, you know, if there's enough of it, it definitely can get to you. And the whispers start happening around the locker room, so...
2: Yeah. Oh, players hear every bit of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Just quickly flicking over the other side of the ball, uh, rookie wide receiver... Sorry, uh, flicking over to the Giants. Rookie wide receiver Sterling Shepard, he continued to look pretty good.
0: Yeah, he looked sharp, made a couple of really good catches. Basically, the whole starting offense from the Giants didn't play. Eli Manning, Odell Beckham, all their tight ends three of their starting offensive linemen. So it was basically a second-string group, and he was definitely the pick of the bunch. He played two series and looked really sharp. They were showing him not only not just when he made a couple of catches. It was his route running. He was getting separation. It was just the quarterback didn't really have the patience or the time to get it to him. So he looked sharp, and if he can take that Victor Cruz role this year, you know the Giants will just keep getting better because Victor Cruz is still injured.
2: Heading out west... Derek Carr and the starting Raiders' offense looked pretty good in the first quarter of their preseason game against Arizona, um, encouraging for the Raiders who are continuing continuing to slide in the correct direction.
0: Derek Carr looked incredibly comfortable. It was basically their starting offense for the first three series. They scored two touchdowns on a field goal, looked super sharp. Um, Murray, the running back, looked really good. The O-line looked great. Derek Carr... Made some great passes to Crabtree. That's a connection. Crabtree, for me, has rejuvenated his career at Oakland. I think he's been outstanding for them. What a great signing, a cheap deal. He's outstanding, and Cooper is looking every bit of what he's going to be. He's going to be a top five receiver in the next, um, maybe this season. Who knows? He might have a DeAndre Hopkins-type season,
1: but they've got a lot of weapons, and they're
0: looking really good. I'm, it's, uh, and I like the Raiders, so I'm glad to see that. Yeah,
1: they, they are good. And their defence, obviously, is strong, too. So I they didn't think they have as many
0: of their, their new guys on the defence, but it still looked
1: yeah, good? Yeah, I know, but on like, their, on paper, they're yeah, good. Their, it's a really their top good line defence is good. So, I, yeah, I think, like you said, Rich, they're, they're on their way up and um, they'll be definitely contending in the we discuss division. them today? No, they're not the south, are they? They're the, no, they're in the, the west.
2: west. Um, Flicking over, they did play Arizona, who, who we've had tickets on for a while. Arizona um, didn't have
0: any starters in, just no. so you know.
2: D- yeah, just because the Raiders did win the game in the end 31-10. I know you don't put on the rundown. Um, look, Arizona's had it The running game was looking good, um, but heaves their starters were out. It's a big thing a lot of people don't realise is how each team comes into the preseason, what oh, they try to achieve different. out. Yeah. Every single team is different in how they approach it.
0: Depends how old your quarterbacks are, if they need the preseason experience. Yeah, new coaches, like Os-
2: Osweiler old coaches. played a whole half Yeah, because
0: they're trying to work out what, what he, can he can do. do yeah. You know? Derek Carr played the first three. And that's, that's the thing, you know, I'm not saying that the Raiders' starting offense put up, destroyed the Arizona starting defense. What I'm saying is they went up against an opposition that wasn't as good as them. And they looked every bit of it. And that yep. sometimes you can lower yourself to a level. Instead, Derek Carr took control and said, these guys aren't very good and torched them. He absolutely torched them. And that's what you want to see from young quarterbacks, taking, you know, taking the game by the scruff of the neck and winning it. And that's what we talked about when we discussed Derek Carr not long ago, is can he take that step and get himself into that top 10 echelon of quarterbacks? Because um, there's a lot of okay quarterbacks right now. It's yep. the guys who can excel. Everyone has good stats.
2: Chris, we look at a game with the Jags and the Jets. In, in one of these teams that's been building up the Jags, they've had a lot of pieces recently. They've drafted really well. Alan Robinson just looked outstanding early, uh, and they pretty much controlled the Jets from start to finish.
1: Yeah, look, I think, yeah, like you said, they're a young side. Um, again, they're just at this side, they're just looking for the young guys to show some improvement, show what they've learned over the OTAs, and or the off-season, and just put it in, you know, to a game situation. And like you said, Alan Robinson, was, uh, he looked good, looked explosive. And, um, you know, again, they're, on, they're young and they're on their way up, but they're probably starting from a fair way back too. So I've got
0: some O-line issues as well. I still think that's going to hurt them this season. When we get to them today, we'll discuss that. But Alan Robinson, he played one series and almost had 100 yards. Sorry, yeah. two series and almost had 100 yards. He was incredible. And Blake Bortles, we know how he throws
2: the ball. Yeah, I- Trust me. I'm, I'm all over portal service. I love yeah. it. I think he's fantastic. So it was just good.
0: To, I, don't, I think Alan Robinson's going to have... The, there are so many good wide receivers right now. It's unbelievable. It's the golden era of of wide receivers.
2: And the crazy thing is there's some really good backs getting around as well. Like It's, it's the era of offense. It really is, yeah.
1: Like, yeah see, I heard someone say the other day that all the rules in the game now are focused on yep. scoring and protecting quarterbacks and that offensive side of it. So... If you're a receiver coming in now, and a, you know you know you're going to get looked after.
2: Yep. Another young quarterback, Carson Wentz. Um, I watched this one. He didn't look very good. He looked a little out of his depth.
0: He looked not sharp. That's how he looked very <laughs> blunt. That's how I described. Now he's a good athlete, and that's what his claim was. But I don't like to presume. But it looked like he'd never seen anything of this sort of level. And when you're coming from Division Two college where you've dominated for 3 seasons you can see why now also you can see the tools he has and how he could become a really good player but he's definitely going to need i think he needs to sit this season that's why I'm glad they've got Bradford did they, he get injured he did he uh, got a, a cracked a, rib or something something happened to him he, he's going to be fine he'll miss he probably won't play the next couple of pre-season games Nothing serious. Nothing yeah. serious. Yeah. But but I, bruised I think
1: on your fact, what your point about him sitting? I, I heard something over the weekend that they probably will. They'll give him that full year. You know, let Bradford do it. They got Chase Daniels, Daniels as, as, well, as yeah. the as the second there. So just let him watch film, be involved in the meetings, just learn the game, um, and you know, and hopefully next year or the year after, he'll he'll be able to take control of it.
2: Tamp handed them a couple of scores on a platter. In that yeah, I mean they fumbled the opening kickoff on their own twenty.
1: I thought um, Winston looked
0: really good, personally. I think he's yeah, I, th- I, think, I think he's, he's, he's fine. Re- going to be real good.
2: There's some there's some people who are missing um, on both sides, obviously, but there wasn't. And, God, it's so hard. You're watching a preseason game. I was getting so pissed off. I had to turn it off and yeah. then go back and watch it later. It, it, it's watch it I, condensed. Yeah, that's what I ended up doing. But it's yeah, you know, you're the rookie kick returner. And you cough up the opening one. Like, forget it. You're done. He was replaced immediately with somebody yeah. else. He'll be cut. And, yeah, he's he, probably not there now. When is the first round of cuts? We should look it up. I but think after the, the second, the game, second like one. The
1: day after. The, oh, Chris, Christian, no. Well, you never got cut, though, so you probably don't know. No, I did at the Jets. So I got cut after the third game. I think that's the second that's round. The second that's when you go from
0: 75 to maybe... No, maybe that's when you go to 75. Yeah, I'm not sure. And then you've got to be down to
1: 53 for your first game.
2: Sorry to everyone listening at home. This probably sounds pretty amateur Irish. We'll look it up in a minute (laughs) so we know exactly what it it is. Just throwing
1: all these curveballs in tonight. Yeah, stick to the rundown, Richard. Yeah,
2: Richard. You're supposed to be guiding the show.
1: (laughs) Next, we'll be talking about synchronised swimming.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not over your shoulder. It's basketball tonight for those who are there. USA and France, replay.
1: Great. Um, France actually played okay.
2: Yeah, they did. Saints fans. Got a little bit to be excited about um, against the Patriots. Look, it's another one of those ones where you know there wasn't a lot of starters out there, um, but I thought you know Michael Thomas looked pretty good.
0: He looked outstanding. He looks really exciting. They they're calling him. So they're calling him the poor man's Marcus Colston, who was their longtime receiver. But it's a joke because he's got so much more athletic ability. than. Supposedly, if he ends up being really good, then Marcus Colston will be the poor man's Michael Thomas. So that's what they're calling him as a bit of a gag. He looked great. They didn't have Drew Brees in the game. He ran great routes. He was hard to cover. He's going to be a really good player for them this year, along with Brandon Cooks. That offense is going to be okay, I think.
1: Yeah, Breeze was in there for. Did he one, play? Yeah, did he? he did. He had yeah, one I series. He series. I well. didn't even notice. Yeah, him. he looked sharp. Too. He like, is sharp. Yeah, well, he, it's Drew Breeze, of yeah, course. He so you was know, great. was you he know,
2: injured last year? Like he he was always on the injury still, report. Still like still how for serious? Almost five thousand yards. How serious you reckon it was though? Like they Not, weren't that flashy last year. It would have
0: been niggling something niggling him. I
2: asked, but something
0: I asked, important like something in his shoulder or his back his or stomach, yeah. something where like that where got to limit practice I hope yeah. he's over it I think he's because when it. he's good he's. I think he heard <laughs> that I didn't put him in my top 10 quarterback list and it's a he's, he's coming back <laughs> after me I heard it,
1: it's definitely filtered down <laughs> he too. read it he actually yeah.
0: listened to the pod and, and mm-hmm. emailed me mm. saying I'm coming for you
1: yeah, it's the I'll season's for you, out. Jay. 7,500 yards, and <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> if he actually
2: really acknowledged you, you'd be so happy. I
1: would be the happiest man alive.
2: Heading <laughs> off to Denver, the Super Bowl champions, um, they don't have a quarterback.
0: They are in a good old-fashioned quarterback battle. They
2: do not have one. It's, it's the old thing that they go, oh, anyone could start for us. When you think you've got three, you've really got none. Exactly.
0: If you think you've got more than one, you've got troubles. And th- this is the, the thing. Like, There's such a contrast. You've got... Sanchez, who looks great one series and then is awful the next. Yeah. So he can win you a game one day and cost you it the next week. And then you've got Trevor Simeon who is just consistently I'd describe him as the Brian Hoyer of this generation. He's a young Brian Hoyer. He'll give you exactly what he's gonna give you every single game, nothing more, nothing less. So you can use that, but you're not gonna go super far with it. Yeah. And then Paxton Lynch is just this young guy. Who probably has one of the biggest arms in the league? Yeah, hey, I was going to say he's got he a cannon. Has a cannon, huge. But has no idea how to use it, and is going to take time to develop. It's out of Simeon and Sanchez. It's whether the coach wants the consistently okay guy, or the guy that you, you get a bit and you lose a bit from.
1: I think yeah. I, I, for me, I think Sanchez is the guy there. You know, if you've seen some of his clips, some of his throws were on Great. the money. Um, he stood in the pocket and he got crunched that one he got one good hit but still made the throw. But yep. you know, then next series just a then he stock throws standard picks and, and intercepts. So you know, to go ten for thirteen, um ninety nine yards, one and one C D one interception, big hit. I think he's he's their guy. With then you take their lows and then you back your defence in. It's a good thing they got a good D the, to get the job done. Well, the D, D
0: looked D. great even without the, without Ware and Mon Miller and their starting middle linebackers. They they looked really good. Um, Adam Gotsis looked really sharp. He oh, he should have had a sack. He yep. he actually lost the just couldn't bring him down. And then the next guy in stripped the ball and they and they recovered it. So it was a good play because he he created some havoc in the pocket. Yep. Um, he needs to work on on playing the run, but I'm sure he's never gone up against NFL caliber offensive linemen and they're big dudes and. You know, so's he. Yeah, so okay. he'll learn it. But his rush was great. He had a tackle for loss when he stripped. He split through the offensive line. Chase down a screen. Yep. His game is effort and penetration, and that's what he showed. And that's what they want him for. He's going to be really good for them. I think he'll play a lot of football this year.
2: Just jumping over the other side of the ball, the Chicago Bears—they got donutted. Nobody else got donutted in the. Their O line's disgraceful. He- <laughs> they have real. It was so
0: bad. Kyle Long is the only good offensive lineman they have, and he's playing right tackle, which isn't even his spot and he's they're making him a worse player by leaving him there. He should be playing guard. They don't have a center. They they literally do not have a center that is an NFL caliber player. I they're in real trouble cuz I'm sorry, you can't win a lot of games with you can win a, game, a few games with an okay
1: offensive line, with a crummy one, you're in real trouble. Well, you got to you got to win the division, don't you to play playoffs or win enough games to to make playoffs, and I think in the NFC you you're going to have to win a the lot North of is games. Tough. Um, even if you know to get a wild card, you're going to have to win 10, win ten games, ten minimum. You know, and
0: it's going to be tough.
1: Imagine what Jay Cutler's thinking now after that. Did you oh, see the the hippie. gif of him with the gun?
2: Yes,
0: I don't. I don't know
1: what he was doing. I think he was.
0: It looked like he was shooting. He was going to his coordinator and shooting the offensive line, as in, help me. But I think it was part of the play call. But they've they've caught that and made it look. Very nasty. Yeah, he would, he. Would, I don't think he would do that on live TV. Oh no,
2: not even and his that dumb.
0: No, no quarterback would no. treat their O line like that because then you're in real trouble. Because if a crappy O line doesn't want to block for you. That's worse. Well, then you're, you're in a
2: lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah, take it. Take a big long walk.
1: But just great to have football back. Oh, how good was it? Oh, I was it. sitting on the couch, hungover Sunday, and put on the <laughs> footy, and I'm like, "This is great. It's back."
2: <laughs> Window into the life of Chris Bryan. Um, <laughs> it, it was. It, it was fantastic. It, it was. Some of it was awful. Some of it was okay. There were little bits here that were fun, but...
0: First quarters and halves of most games were watchable. you've got Game Pass, watch them on condensed.
2: It's, yep, get you can, through them in no time. And
0: the, the way I do it is I don't watch the entire game. So, for example, I watched the Browns for, for a half, and I watched RJ3 when he was in and only him. And then I watched um, Blake Muir for the 49ers for, the, for most of the second half, and... I watched Adam Gottsis from Denver. And you just, that's what I, do. I just like to pick someone and just watch how they yep. go. And then it's then it's bearable because you're just evaluating that one person and how they look.
2: Yeah, and a couple of other Aussies. I mean, um, uh, how did Edwards
0: go punting? I didn't even see. Yeah, he
1: did okay, actually. He, he I did,
2: yeah, he did fine. I, yeah. I think he's got that job. I think he's got it. Um,
1: Jordan Berry. Berry was outstanding. His numbers were I, amazing.
2: I'm, I'm surprised um, uh, Monday hasn't been cut yet. Yep. I, I don't know why they're holding that roster spot. That could be something Maybe else. Maybe they want
0: him as a camp leg so Barry doesn't have to have as many for kicks For another week, yeah, I don't know. But, uh, just because they know he's good, just say, save your kicks.
2: For the first time ever, though, under... Um, oh, God, who's their head coach? Um, the Jets? No, 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 no. Um, the Tomlin, Steelers. Tomlin. 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 For the first time in his tenure, he's going to have the same punter back. That's pretty good. So from the right. look of it, first time. Well, um So, yeah, all looking good. Um, Punters are people too. The preseason will continue as of... Friday,
0: Friday, Thursday our time. night, so Friday Thursday morning. Night. I can't remember who it is, but yeah. the week two will be much the same as week one. You'll get probably a, I think most starters will play at least a series, but. It'll be similar. They'll play. They'll get a few plays in. See how it goes.
2: Anyone who didn't play at all, like Manning and people no, like that, they'll certainly play. A lot play. of the starters
0: that did play week one won't play week two. You're hanging out for the first half of week three. That's what you want.
1: There, yep. you guys. I think. I think the second half of week two, second half of week, they're the most important ones for the guys on the on the edge. Yep. You know, that's when they need to show up. They've been in camp three weeks. They're getting tired. They're getting, you know, ground into the ground. So. Ground into the grinded in the you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I get it. Don't worry, it'll, it'll they, they'll be at the end of the season. They'll be stuffed. They're basically they're stuffed, and they got to go out now and get the job done. So this is where they make their spots.
0: Yeah, so they make the roster, and that's, yep. yeah. They're auditioning not only for to make their team,
1: but for every for everyone 31 else. other teams yep, as well. Because exactly,
0: I said I watched um uh, the Arizona Cardinals today when they signed Red Bryant, and they had their list that as soon as. The season starts, they have a crew of 50 guys that watch the tape of every single player that's been cut. They watched over 197 players and rank them in positions from one to however many they have because if you have an injury, you don't want to have to then start watching the yeah. tape to find yeah, your guy. No, you just know yeah. who to call. So you're auditioning. If you, if you make some good plays and then someone loses their kick returner, they'll all go to their board and go, okay, the best kick returner we had from the preseason is this guy. Get him off the couch. Let's go. Red Bryant is now playing... He's been re-signed for two more years by the Cardinals because of that. So this is what they're auditioning for. Yep. And I, I think the young guys don't get that sometimes. They think about this is I want to make this team. That's but right, yeah. You're in the system. You need to be what you need to be noticed. And like Richie said, fumbling the opening kickoff. That guy's going to be ranked pretty low it's, unless he's right. a high talent somewhere else.
2: Yep, absolutely. Coming up next, we're going to preview the AFC South. <laughs> Now, turning our attention to the AFC South, surprise, surprise, won by the Houston Texans last year with a 9-7 and seven. Seven record. The biggest disappointment were the Colts and the Jags and the Titans have been pretty crummy for a long time, but as we mentioned earlier, they are starting to turn it around. So starting at the top with Bill O'Brien and the Houston Texans, James, obviously their biggest ad was at quarterback, but as we mentioned a little earlier, it's a lot of money for an unproven guy.
0: So, I, I think that was their most splashy ad. I think their biggest ad was Lamar Miller, personally. I think he's, a, he's an outstanding running back. Um, Pro Football Focus had him ranked the number four running back in the NFL
2: last year. If a guy wasn't
0: really used properly. He was not used properly at all. He is a good pass protector. He can receive the ball. He can run the ball. He's an all round good football player. I think he could be the difference maker for this team. But they are stacked on offense, and if Osweiler can't get it done, he can't get it done anywhere.
1: Well, it's his time, isn't it? He, yeah. you know, he he did what he had to do to get paid. He's got paid. He knows he's going to be their guy. The coaches absolutely love him. they signed him off limited film from what I I've seen on the, on a uh, TV show the other day, and he's got to step up now. He's got to take control of that team and take them back to the playoffs if he can, and hopefully, can be a bit more convincing than a nine and seven.
0: Yeah, I think they've got their receivers are stacked. Like, Dondra Hopkins is, in my opinion, one of the top five guys in the league. Yep. Jalen Strong's a second round pick from last year with all the talent in the world. They've got Braxton Miller, who they took in the third round this year. I think he's a really, really good player. And Will Fuller in the first round, yeah, who first is round. a Booner, he got wide open on the second play today and in the preseason game, and Osweiler missed him, didn't even look at him. He was wide open on a nine route, which is a takeoff route, a deep route. I um, think if he can keep doing that, the way teams have to cover Hopkins, that, as I said, if Osweiler can't be successful there, he can't, like Tannehill, if he's not successful this year, you could blame the guys around him. You can't with Osweiler. He's got all the tools in the
2: world there. That's four really good receivers you can have on the field pretty much all the time.
0: It's actually five because they've got Cecil Shorts too, who's a really good player.
1: Cecil?
2: He's a solid player. Cecil Shorts? I don't know. Cecil Shorts, you had it right. Cecil Shorts.
0: Yeah, uh, he's a solid player too. And they've got Brandon Whedon on their roster. So if things go wrong, you've got (laughs) the backup of a lifetime. Look, I I think they've got... Everything in front of them, they're stacked and they're going for it. And if they're not successful this year, it'll be Bill O'Brien will be gone, everyone will be gone, and they'll start again. Um, can we talk defense for a moment?
2: Sure. Go
1: for
0: it.
2: Where do you want to start? D-line?
0: Jadavian Clowney.
2: Yeah. He has to break out.
0: Uh, it's either this year or never, in my opinion. If he gets injured and banged up and it's the same old story this year, then I think they'll start to forget about him and he'll start to be irrelevant. He was coming on last year, then he got hurt. You know, He's always got something wrong with him. I think there's questions of his toughness, and it was questioned coming out of, of college as well. He needs to step up. He really does, because their cornerbacks aren't amazing. I know Jonathan Joseph's a, a good corner, but he's aging. If they can't get that pass rush, and JJ Watt can't do it all. We saw that last year. He cannot do it all. So it's time that guys step up around him.
2: And they, they mix it up too. I think Will Fork is excited about the team. Even he said he's come in, he's got his weight down. He <laughs> said it's the first time he's ever done off season voluntary mm-hmm. workouts. Really? He stayed in Houston. He's been working out. He feels that this team is good. So I think he can be obviously a, a big part. Um, yeah, they've got some Ryan other pieces Cushing's there at the there front. Well. Cushing's you know, probably getting a, another year older, but he, he's not a bad player by any stretch of the imagination. He's a
0: guy on a really good defense that you need. He's an emotional leader. He'll he'll hit the helmet off someone if he gets the opportunity. He'll play hurt. He's tough. He'll do anything asking him. When, when you ask him to blitz the A gap, he will blitz the A gap whether there's a guy in his way or not. And that's what you get from him. JJ Watt is obviously the best defensive yep. player in the league. I, I still, him and Von Miller. Yep. But JJ Watt's done it for longer. Von Miller had one really good year. JJ Watt's, he's had 65 sacks in three seasons.
2: Yeah. Th- they also, that is incredible. Yeah. It's unbelievable. You mentioned the cornerbacks a little earlier. They've got to get someone to go opposite Jonathan Joseph. I think.
0: They're relying on the on the, the young guy they drafted last year. I'm just getting his name now Kevin Johnson. They're relying on him to step up. He has to. And he was a first round pick last year, and he's a good player. And he had a, an under the radar good rookie season. And Kareem Jackson's a solid guy, too. They use him in the slot and outside when they're in the nickel, which you are most of the time now. I think what's at 75% of the time? in the nickel, maybe higher.
2: Most teams, yeah, because yeah. there's usually four receivers or three in a tight end. And the tight ends are
0: athletes now. They're not just big blockers. Yeah, and, um, The guy I want to see is, is McKinney, the middle linebacker. He had a really good rookie season. I want to see him step up to the next level. If he can play well with Brian Cushing, every 3-4 defense, you need the pass rush, and you need those two good middle linebackers. They've got the pass rush element. They've just got to get those middle linebackers to play at a consistent level, and I, I think they've got them there. And... This team—it's it, so hard to pick because they're either going to go thirteen and three and be absolutely outstanding, or they're going to go seven and nine and everyone's going to be fired and they're going to throw it all away.
2: Well, that's what I was coming to. Chris, how do you see them finishing up? I don't think everyone going to get fired, but
1: yeah, look, I think they'll be thereabouts again. I just, you know, looking at this, this I think this division is going to be really tight. I mean, we've spoken a few about a few of the teams in it today, and they're all. There's excitement from both sides of the ball on all these teams. So I think this division's gonna be pretty tight. I think the Texans will be right up there at the top of it again. But I, I don't know, for me I still think the Colts, if Andrew Luck can stay healthy, I think they come back and win this division. Record? <coughs> what do they reckon? I reckon Record. let's go give Brock a chance at seventy million, he'll get him one more win maybe? So
2: ten. Ten and six. Uh, I'm I'm Gonna go a bit low. I'm gonna go eight and eight. I'm ticking. I'm tipping the nosedive. Yeah, for I, these guys. I'm
0: gonna say eight and eight because they are. I'm gonna cover myself either way. So if they're really good, I can say. oh, I kind of thought they'd be alright. Get off the fence. <laughs> no, <I'm, laughs> you I'm gonna, break the fence. All right. I'm gonna say seven and nine. <laughs> seven and nine. I think they're gonna struggle. I think Oswald is not gonna be what they think he's gonna be. I think Lamar Miller is gonna be fantastic, but he won't be able to carry an offense similar to in Miami. And their defence has had J.J. Watt on it for five years now and they've never done that well. So it doesn't translate that,
1: that well. That defence, though, they don't allow scores and then I don't know what their average score was last year, but if Oswald only has to get a few touchdowns a game you know, because the defence is strong, he might be good for two through. There's, there,
0: there's a reason I think they're going to be seven and nine because I'm really high on, some, on another team.
2: All right. <laughs> Second place for the Colts, Indianapolis Colts, eight and eight, led by Andrew Luck, who was broken, I reckon, for the entire year. Um, it kind of all fell apart when he wasn't there. Um, That's but, not true.
0: It was apart before that.
2: Yeah, it, it, you can't ignore. It the wasn't good. Ignored. The O line were just awful.
1: They're terrible, and they're still terrible. He had internal injuries. Yeah, from like, being hit. Yeah, being slapped so many times. But they went to the draft, and every one of their draft picks was an O lineman.
0: Their first three rounds were so, offensive line. You know, they including know, Taylor Decker in the first. I'm pretty sure.
1: Um, they know they've got to protect their hundred million dollar investment. So I think they've done that. They've addressed it. Whether they can step up again, you know, with JJ Watt coming at you twice during the year in those division games, but um, you know, Andrew Luck, he's outstanding. He, I think, he he's a quarterback that can take over the team and take them to multiple wins when they, even if they don't play that well. So for me, I think they're the they're the team in this division.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you in in some play, but I, they're so crap everywhere else.
2: If you looked at the running
0: backs, yeah, Frank Gore, yeah, he's old. As and Mark
2: Bradshaw, like I, I just,
0: Amar, he's always injured. Anyway, they've got not a lot. Oh, they've got Robert they've got Jordan Todman, Robert Turban. Like they've just got nothing going on. Again, they haven't added enough to help him. They just haven't done it. The defense is going to be worse. Vontae Davis is a really good corner. They got Patrick Robertson over from San Diego, who's a solid number two corner. Um, but then, other than that, like your safeties are average, your linebackers are really average. They let Jarrell Freeman go in agency, who was their best middle linebacker last year, their best defensive player last year. You know, Kendall Langford's a solid defensive lineman, but he's not gonna he's gonna stop the run well. But that's about it. They don't have a lot off the edge. Like Trent Cole is their number one edge rusher. He's thirty nine years or thirty eight years old. They just don't have a lot going on other than Andrew Luck. So yeah, if, if Andrew Luck wins the MVP this year, they're going to be good. But if he doesn't, they're going to be 7 yeah, nine, well, that's, eight,
1: again. Eight. It's one injury from him, isn't it? But exactly. <clears throat> you must be really big on someone else in this division chat. I know who he's big on cuz <laughs> I am on him
2: too. I am. I, I'm I'm super concerned for for Colts fans. Look, I'd lock Luck up too. That's a no-brainer contract. Yeah. But he might not be. That team right. that's around him is super, super concerning. I, there's not much depth. It's surprisingly an older team. The Titans like when have you look more talent.
0: It. The Titans have more talent than the Colts.
2: I'd have to look at them side by side, but you're probably not that wrong. They've addressed the O-line, but... Just. Yeah, just. It, it's going to take time for them to come together. There's so yeah. many young guys on it. It's it's about the only part of their team that is young. You know, there's so many other parts that are just... Really struggling, and don't do a lot for me. I'll be honest.
0: Interesting. And and if Andrew Luck can be a top two player in the NFL like he was before last season, they're going to be good again. If he's not, they're going to be crap, and that's what it all rides on. It's not oh their running game might be good. It won't be. Their running game will be average. The inconvenient truth: he'll be
1: average again. That's what he does. <laughs> he's you had go- a career of being average. You guys are very convincing. Record, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Chris. Record. What do you think? Well,
1: well, I don't know. I had a, I had something, and then I don't because you guys are so convincing. <laughs> I, Go with your gut. Go with your gut. I still think they'll win it. I still think they'll win. I, oh, there's I, a good I, chance, I, you know, know. But oh man, there's one in four chance, isn't it? They can win it. So that's twenty
0: five percent.
2: It is. Uh, look, who knows? Record, James. Uh, Ten and six. The Jags last year finished five and eleven. They're over-under. If you remember last year, it was three. I said they'd go over. You laughed at me and said, try and find two more wins for them. They found them Do for I me. Yes, I? you did. I can go back to it if you want. <laughs> doesn't um, sound like me. Yeah, it does. sounds exactly like you. Um, <laughs> but the Jags, they are heading in the right direction. The record last year was still not too flash, so they had a good pick. Um, everyone's excited about Blake Bortles, me included, They've been adding good pieces. They've got some pieces back. I think they're going to be good.
0: They're, they're top three receivers. Alan Robinson is he's going to be a top 10 receiver this year. He was just off my list. He's going to break it this year. Alan Hearns is the ultimate number two guy because he's big and he can go deep and he can do whatever you need him to do. Um, they signed Brian Walters, who's he's a solid slot receiver, but I'm looking for Marquise Lee to step it up a notch
2: this year. He needs to. Second
0: round pick. He was injured coming out of college. That's why he fell. I think they're great. I think Chris Ivory – I watched their preseason game. Chris Ivory and TJ Yeldon were a great one-two punch. They looked really, really, really good. Their O-line is the concern for me. That's where I'm a little bit – Jerry Parnell looked really good in um, the preseason game. He's their right tackle, was last year. He's an ex-cowboy. He's okay. Calvin Beecham's a guy they signed in franchisee. I think he's a good player. Yeah. Joe Kill he's hit and miss. He's really good sometimes, really got to bad. Step it up. He's a number two pick in the draft. So both he's those guys, Eric Fisher and him from that year, that's where I'm concerned. Got Mackenzie Bernardo, who I think will start at guard. He is another ex-cowboy. A lot of ex-cowboys defensively is what I like with the moves they've made. They brought in Prince and McNamara only on a one year deal, which is a really good like the Giants paid Janoris Jenkins a crap load of money. And I think Mukemara is a better player. So they've got, got a great deal there. Um, Aaron Colvin and Daven De- House were pretty solid last year. They then have Sergio Brown at safety, who I really like as a safety. He's a good leader. Uh, I'm blanking on the guy they took at five. Um, Jalen Ramsey's Jaylen Ramsey. there. He's going to play that, that honey badger role, that slot corner, third safety. He's a good tackler. He's a good run-with guy. They've got Jonathan Cyprian, who they took in the first round a couple of years ago. They then add... Um, Malik Jackson, who looked outstanding in the preseason game today. He is a good player. They get Fowler back, who, again, <laughs> looked out really for the good. So they've got him. He was the number three pick last year. Uh, Telvin Smith is an up-and-coming star linebacker. They have added all the right things. So if you can't tell, I'm fairly high on them because then they also have, who I think is the best young quarterback in the league, along with Derek Carr, Blake Bortles. That, that, that's, I think he's outstanding. So they've added all the people if they're not good this year, they're never going to be good. Or they're going to have to start again.
2: I wouldn't say never be good, and you don't have to start again you as do. long as they get better. 8 wins. Well they have 5 wins. They'd all be there again next year yeah. expecting to push Do I want me to
0: give you what what I think they're going to win this year?
2: What, game by game?
0: No, just overall. Oh, a
2: record? Yeah.
0: 11 and 5.
2: Oh. <laughs> I was going to say every year Chris, a team will bob up. Last year it was Carolina If you look to the year before that, they were okay, but they really bobbed up and were big. I'm with you. I think they'll bob up this year. I don't know
1: if they can win 11.
0: That division's crap. If the Texans are crap and the Titans are crap again and the Colts don't have Andrew Luck.
1: Yeah, but that's all ifs. Yeah. And and that's six games. That's six of your
2: ten.
0: (laughs) What does Chris Tosso always say? If ifs and buts were candies and nuts. (laughs) And he doesn't know the rest of it. <laughs> uh, I miss that guy. But yeah. I, said, I just, I think they have, I think Bortles is going to, if Bortles jumps another echelon again, he's going to be a top five quarterback. He can jump again. He's he's, he's in the, he's close to the 10th like Name, give me 10 quarterbacks that are out and out better than him. There's As just a pure quarterback. There's not many. Now, he's a bit stupid, but it's his third year in that system. He's got to get it by now. I'm putting all the pressure on them. I'm backing them in because I think it's their time. It's their turn. They've got all the receivers. They've got a good tight end. They've got you know they've got Julius Thomas there at tight end who was hurt last year. He was a superstar in Denver. They've got good running backs. Chris Ivory was the 11th-ranked running back last year. TJ Yeldon was the 8th. They've got both of them now. Uh, I think they've got all the pieces, and I think they're going to be really good this year. They, I think we discussed the Bears earlier, their O-line saying it's crappy, and I said you could get away with an average O-line. Their O-line's average for me, and you can survive with that. You can make things happen with the offensive weapons they have. So I have them right up there. 11-5 and 5 for me, around that mark. 11-5, 10-6, maybe 12-4 and 4 if they get lucky a game. I think they're going to be really
2: good. I am yeah. desperately trying to find the season win total over-unders, because if you like them that much, you could probably make some good money.
0: Well, we, when, when we get our spo- our uh, sponsorship deal from the betting company, we can put that on. That's on. Uh, some Bears are seven stuff. and a half. If you want to take the under. Oh, yuck! <laughs> so look, that, that's just my opinion of them. I think they have a ton of talent, and it's gonna. I think it's all going to go there. you know, in a year when it just. I think you said about Ka- Carolina, when everything just goes your way for a year. Tampa Bay had it uh, with um, Raheem Morris. I think the year you were yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. That was a year like that. They were not supposed. They weren't supposed to be very good, and. Everything went their way. All their on the fringe starters were really Stop good that year that, yeah. and they looked great. And now I'm not saying it'll be sustainable and they'll be the next Patriots and have a 10 year dominance, but I think they're going to be good this year. I think it's all going to happen for them. They're in the right place. Again, very
1: convincing, isn't be fun, it?
2: Be fun for their fans if they did. I don't know if I don't think they can get to eleven, but I think they'll be way better than they have been in the past, and they'll be fun to watch. Like they'll be a they'll be a fun football team yeah. to watch.
1: Hey,
0: I'm I'm feeling the team of the podcast coming. Ooh, on. it's early though. It's early. Oh, it's still it's like like the,
1: hopefully they do because they like the Raiders. They always, you know, their games are always blacked out because of the fans don't get behind them. So okay. hopefully, it, you know, hopefully, they need it or they'll be moving. Yeah, they'll be moving cities. So yeah, good luck to them.
2: Nowhere to go now. Last in the division were the Tennessee Titans. They finished the year 3-1. and one. Marcus Mariota played 15. I think he missed the last 14, game of the yeah, year or 14. Yeah. Uh, we, we do say rookie quarterback, if you play all 16, if you're going to be the starter, it's a huge success. He was just short of that.
0: He was a success, though, in my opinion. I think
2: he was, too. We mentioned off the top, you know, they've been adding... Adding running back, they added through free agency, they added in the draft. Um, I think they're a team that's going to be built on the run.
0: Yeah, uh, the exotic Smashmouth is what is <laughs> It's it, a great it's, name for it. It's Mike Munchak, isn't it? I always get their coach's yeah, name wrong. Or yeah. Ma- so the Munchak or, Ma- or Malarkey or something yeah, like it's, that.
1: It's more Munchak, I think. It's, it's yeah, Munchak, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, he, he has got two good running backs. I, I think that DeMarco Murray's got a lot left in the tank. He had a pretty easy year last year, carry-wise. So I think he's going to be a lot better this season. Um, it's Mike Malarkey. Mike Malarkey, I thought that was that. Um, yeah. Bishop Sankey's still hanging around, but Derek Henry's the other guy. I think if they can get that going, they'll have a better year. What, they win three games last year? Yep. Three games. I think they can. they can probably double that. They can probably win six
1: games. Um, you would like to see that from a young quarterback, you know. Even five, when yep. a couple more. Yeah, that's right. And but be a couple more have Mariota play 16 and and look
0: good and you see a future. Like you already see a future now. Um you know, tight. I, I think Delaney Walker is a fantastic tight end, Pro Football Focus have him number 2 in the
2: league. He's the it's the receiving core that I'm concerned about. There's some really old pieces in like Harry Douglas and Andre a Johnson and green They're asking a lot of him and he wasn't Awesome last year by any stretch. Um, he was okay, exactly as a rookie. He was okay. Um, Rashad Matthews is probably the other target there.
0: He's come over from a- Miami.
2: Yep, and Kendall Wright.
0: Kendall Wright's a, one of the better slot receivers in the NFL. He's just never had much to help him. And, so that's... Well,
2: there's my concern. He still doesn't. I don't think. I well, think that that's the weakest position on offense.
0: Hundred percent, it is. Um, you know, a guy like Dora Green Beckham. Yeah, you can throw it up to him. He's not super quick. He's not football fast. We were discussing Laquan Treadwell. He's not. He's a lumberer. He has long strides. But if he gets one-on-one, he can make catches. He can make plays. But the thing about trying to throw the ball downfield further is you need more time. So this comes back to me. They signed Ben Jones from the Texans. He's he's a solid center. He's certainly not going to win you any games off his own blocking. Chance Warmax, a first-round pick. Is the eighth overall pick a couple of years ago. He needs to step up. Taylor Lawan is... Is he probably the
2: only good O-lineman in that group? Taylor Lawan's
0: good, but Taylor Lawan's a right tackle. Now, he can say he wants to be a left tackle all he wants. Yeah, but I watched yeah. him today at left tackle. He got his ass kicked by every player that came in, not just by the starter. Every guy he went against for the whole half kicked his ass at left tackle. Um, they drafted Jack Conklin, who is a right tackle also. So they're planning on playing Lawan at left tackle, I don't think that's a good move. They should have tried to get a pure left tackle in the draft, and then had Lawan move to right tackle where he belongs. And then you can start to build. You move your solid right tackle into guard, and all of a sudden you've got some pieces. They didn't do that, and it's not—it's not, it's not going to help
1: them. Can they can they work around that with their backs and the way Mariota moves and runs? Can they like I guess design their offense to? Yes,
2: they think, can. They can gadget not, it. I think when you're not trailing, you can. Exactly. Once you get into a bit of a hole, I just don't know if they can fudge it enough.
0: And, you know, let's be honest, their offense was fun today and they ran for a lot of yards in a preseason game. But defenses, when it comes real, you know, when it's real games,
2: they're going to study you
0: and they're going to learn how you run. Do you think a Statue of Liberty player is going to work week one of the season?
2: It was great now that everyone has to scout for it. Though. Exactly. <laughs> it was exactly. a smart move. <laughs> but
0: teams will. This double running back, there's a reason it's not in the NFL anymore. Um, I think the era of dominant offensive lines are over because people want to spend money on quarterbacks, receivers, ru- not even running backs anymore. Quarterbacks, yeah. receivers, defensive linemen. The days of having, you know, I like the Cowboys are, and the Eagles are probably. Uh, Exception to the rule, they have great O linemen but it's too hard to keep them all because they all want to get paid. So, yes, there are ways around it, Chris, but I don't think they have the ways to get around that. Mariota, yeah. they don't want him getting hit.
2: Flipping over to the defense, led by um, Brian Nosakpo, I, I, <laughs> I just think th- th- this is where That's the cut. This is where the cupboard is bare. It's. It's bare. It's a lot of rejects. It's, it's bare. It's not much in there. Yeah. You, you go reaching in, looking for a can of corn or a can of beans. You're not coming out with one. It's, a it's no name crushed tomatoes. That's well, it.
0: What did you call him? No, no No sack <laughs> Brian No sack was actually one of the up and coming outside linebackers in the league, and then he did his knee, and now he's just a, a middle of the pack outside linebacker. No sack uh, Yeah, he's a middle of the pack outside linebacker, and they pay him big. Be- I will say. Jarrell Casey is one of the best defensive linemen in the NFL. Um, he's not an amazing pass rusher, but he's a good all-round player. But when you're when you're one lonely good player on a defense, it, it's not much fun. Um, Wesley Woodard's a good linebacker, but he's 33 years old. He's starting to wind down his career. Cornerback, they have nothing. Nothing. Parish a- Cox is there. He's Perish Cox is a third stringer or a fourth, a backup outside corner at most other teams. He's their number one. Antoine Blake is their number two. He's a converted safety. They just don't have a lot. Now, unless a rookie just steps up and dominates, I don't know. Safeties are much the same. There's just not a lot going on. So, uh, Yes, they've got some excitement. They're going to have two running backs, and they'll put some points up this year at times. And you know what? They'll steal a couple of games when they shouldn't from a few teams that take them lightly. And they'll beat up on a couple of crummy teams as well. But they're not going to be the team. They're not yeah. going to win the division.
1: No, definitely not. What record have you got, Chris?
2: Yeah, I was going to say, well, look, we're pretty much out of time. So, Chris, give me your four winner. No, give, you four. give me your top down to your bottom All in right. order.
1: I still think the Colts. I'll say uh, the Jags after JA's outstanding <laughs> review. I didn't look into them that deeply. Let's go Colts, Jags, Texans, and Titans will me down the bottom.
0: I've got Jags, Colts, Texans, Titans. Just, and I, don't, I think the Colts will be okay. I think there might be two teams from this division. When I sit down and do my full scale, I'll revisit it. But right now, looking at this I think there's two good teams in it and possibly three with the Texans.
2: Right now, I'm going Jags, Texans, Colts, Titans. I think the Colts are destined to fall into a dirty, great, big hole. One thing goes wrong with Mr. Luck. It is all over for them. And I don't like the, predicting injuries. the
0: Cowboys of the AFC
2: but there's every chance they're going down. That brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for downloading the SEN NFL podcast. You can follow James on Twitter at jartha 6594 You can follow Chris at chrisbryan82. You can follow me at richard03. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Keep an eye out later in the week. Might be a little special podcast for you. Thanks for listening to the SEN NFL podcast. For more
1: SEN America podcasts, head to sen.com.au.